Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know... I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time, a positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing now. The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts 
It, this is the start. It starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic, to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If, if you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, You've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude, when they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they were sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, 
And on May 23rd, 2005, when my deal when 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 my deal was done with uh the beat out in LA, okay, look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey Radio Network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh woe is me. I said, Oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go. It all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no very, very successful super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something that happened to them along the way. And don't worry, you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I got it. Uh, come on. I got it. Everybody here want it. Uh, well, well, I got it. Information coming forth. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is upon us. It is here. It is live. That's how I decided for it to go down today. Uh, creativity, laughter, and ill functionality brings about a youthfulness that will maintain you throughout the years. Therefore, I proclaim longevity in terms of youthfulness, mentally, spiritually, which will translate into the way my body functions and moves. That's my declaration. Here it is. Welcome to the ride. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here she is, my longest running compadre, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Oh, you mean we're friends? <laughs> huh? mm. Well, well. Uh, you know, you know I said that, right? Why? Because last week, what did we talk about all last week? About that old interview you did, you know, about men yeah. and women can't be friends. That's all. Well, you know. <laughs> but we're friends, and it's cool. You brought that all the way to this week. Yeah, but like I, I said, did. though. I did. Like I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that? You suck your it's teeth. It's always like you, you know, suck your teeth. It's something. Yeah. Can't be nowhere on the island or nothing. 
<laughs> for an extended period of time. Continuous introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Carla Pharrell. You're so crazy. Good. Hump day morning. <laughs> yeah, right there. Now, on that day, right there, hump day. <laughs> Tying it all together. Gotcha. Junior, is it yeah. poem day today? <laughs> no, okay, no poem today, man. Okay, cool. Well, it will be soon because it's Mother's it will Day be. on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I've been, okay, so I'm, I'll keep that in mind. Nephew, tell yeah. me. Top, 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 Mm-hmm. And then immediately get sleepy. <laughs> Are you working out right now? Yeah, I ain't work out today though. Mm. Too much was going on. Marjorie made me stretch. Oh, the early st- in the, oh, the morning. Stretcher. You get yeah. it? Done. What? When time? you first said stretcher, I'm, I'm thinking about. like the ambulance. I was like, no, that's what I felt like. <laughs> I almost kicked her today. She grabbed my leg and pushed it back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you gotta stay limber. Yeah, well, not this morning, though. <laughs> no, it'll be over soon, Steve. Jet lag doesn't last that? that long. <laughs> oh, you think it don't? I thought it didn't last okay. as long as it did with you, but. Yeah, okay. Anyway. All right, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Sister Odell is in the building because why? It's Women Crush Wednesday. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is Woman Crush Wednesday, and you know what that means. That means our girl, Sister Odell, is in the building. Well, you're here, don't you? Whoa, no. Uh-uh. She has jet lag. (laughs) Jesus. Let her have it. My Coming to carry me on home. Hey, 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 I got just full of myself on that. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, morning, Sister Odell. Odell. Beautiful, beautiful. What's going on, cheers? Oh, you're you're in a good mood. Well, you know, it's 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 crush for day for women's. That's right, that's right. And you're our woman crush Wednesday. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get to crushing. All right, well, let's crush it then. Uh, you know, coming up Sunday is Mother's Day, so we want to say a happy early Mother's Day to you, Sister Odell. Well, thank you, sweetie. Yes, You're welcome. You know, you never yeah. have heard me talk about any of my children's, though, no, in all no, these no. years. Mostly your husband's, yeah, oh, wow. but not your kids. Because mm, I don't have you? any. <gasps> you don't have any children? I thought you, you had all no. your husbands and no kids. No. What? what? Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Tommy, Excuse careful. Me. Excuse uh, me. Okay, excuse, excuse me. It was a way you okay. should have said excuse that. Excuse me. Okay, let's step back, everybody. Let's Tommy? Back. What? I, I, I didn't uh-huh. mean. No, Y'all yes. outside yourself. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. All right, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I just, it was just. You in here? You in here? Oh. Act, you, you know, you're talking to me like you're tall. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's fun. You know, just put some put some speck on my name now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Shirley. Well, no. Yeah, I didn't have any cheering. I was so busy. You know, the, the church has been my child. Oh, and I've been the Lord's daughter. You know, almost, it was almost like a, I don't know, you know, I guess I was almost like a nun, sort of, kind of, almost. How you think you with? Oh. Well, I was just so committed to the church. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That I meant as far as that. Now, as far as abstaining the obstructions. Yes. What? As far as 12 months? No, Lord, I put mine in. You don't get to love my husbands without a little, little skill set, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of husbands, um, did you hear that uh, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting ready to get divorced? He'll be mm-hmm. single. And- you know, I heard he too young, though. Yeah. Oh. He's you know, he just look 60s. old. Oh. He's 65. He a year older than Steve. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Now, you've, now, 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 set them two side to side and... And what it looked like to you? It looked like Bill Gates was the one that lived in his car. (laughs) But they split $130 million between the two of them. Billions. No prenup. Uh, A billion. Billion, excuse me. Yeah, $100 billion, (laughs) $30 billion, and there's no prenup. I leave anybody I know for half a million. (laughs) <laughs> Five hundred thousand. You're out. <laughs> we can start with this show. <laughs> Since all they'll never make another appearance for five hundred thousand dollars. So that's your price. <laughs> Quit speaking to Kate and everything for five hundred thousand. Wow. You know, I don't know. You know, they don't seem to have no. I didn't know they was having uh marital uh troubles. You know. No one did. Money, money came I by. I sure didn't. Okay. Yeah. Money sure came by. Look, did he say no. that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing how just. What can come out the mouth of a fool sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere, just a brilliant thought. You know, you, you know, Tommy, that education that your mom and them paid for, it, it worked out a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Mm-hmm. I don't really, ain't no problems with, you know, 65, what is that, 65 billion? That's right. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I can crawl on home with that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people are trying to holler at uh, Melinda, so she's going to be single. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his people need to be hollering at Bill, too. (laughs) You know, I knew his daddy. Oh, did you know Bill Bill Gates? You knew Bill Gates? What was his Mm -hmm. name? Batgate. (laughs) Batgate. He was in all the that computer business, too. Backgate, back uh-uh, no. He was just in the fence business. That's why they called him Backgate. <laughs> Backgate. I, I, I knew him and then his other brother uh-huh. is older than Bill, the other what gate. What was his name? Water. Watergate. <laughs> Watergate. We all know what happened to him. Just all of them that's just been the history. But, you know, they got money, you know. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They do. Had that kind wow. of money and then split up. I don't know. Did anybody say what they was divorcing for? What you think? They spent a lot of time helping people. Just the focus of what the marriage was was off. You know, they mm. were so he on TV all the time talking about the virus, computers. Yeah. You know, women's <laughs> like to be hell. Oh, he was you know, you coming in here every day we're talking <laughs> about this damn virus and these damn computer chips. I don't give a damn about Microsoft. Hell, I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sister Odell. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by and happy um, early Mother's Day. Thank of you, sweetie. Just day. wanted to express words of wisdom. Okay, well, we appreciate that. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in our Tell Me Something Good segment, uh, running back Najee Harris uh, throws a draft party for kids. We'll tell you where it was, what happened, all that uh, at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Break room barbecue. Break room <laughs> barbecue. Let's go. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Eric. Yeah, this is Eric. What's up? Hey, hey, man, let me tell you something. Uh, but Me and you finna get some straight today, dog. Right here, right now. Let me say this, man. Who is this? What you, what you talking about right now? This is Quincy right here. This is Quincy. I work in the same building. I work on the same floor you work on, all right? And I know that a lot of people on the floor, everybody kind of share the break room and the refrigerator or whatever. But let okay. me tell you this right now. It's been brought to my attention that you the person on, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, all right, that went in there and ate my m- barbecue ribs. All right? Whoa. It took me four, five hours to smoke them. M- hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. You say your name Quincy, right? Slow down, Quincy. My hey, name? Who, who, bringing this, who bringing this to your attention, bro? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about who told me. But everybody said you always eating people's stuff out the damn break room and out the refrigerator. Well, I don't know who is everybody or whatever, but I ain't eating nothing out the refrigerator. I go out and get my own food, bro. I go out and get my own food, so I don't know what you're talking about right now. And I don't okay, know who me, me, telling you. Let me, say, let, me say this, let me say this to you, Eric. Let me say this to you, all right? I'm coming by your cubicle tomorrow. I see anything. I see some barbecue sauce, anything remotely look close to my m- barbecue ribs, I swear to you, I'm whooping your ass right there in your man, you need to, Hey, you need to chill, man. I'm not, I'm not about the threats, bro. I'm telling you, I wasn't the one that, that did that, that did that. I'm telling you that right now, so you need to calm down. First, no, I ain't calming, I ain't calming down, okay? I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get up in your cubicle. I if hear I find what you're I, saying, but I'm trying to tell you, I'm not the one that's doing that. That's what I'm telling you. So you're coming I, no. at the wrong person. Come, how come everybody say if anybody ate your food, it's probably Eric, Eric the one always eating everybody's stuff up? They can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that I was the one that did that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. You, so, you get so, all so, so, so they lying on you now. They lying on they, you. They lying. I'm trying to tell you they lying. I'm okay. telling you that. So you do understand what I'm saying. If it's anything that, rem- that remotely look close to barbecue sauce, Anything, a, a real bone, anything like that around your cubicle, in the trash can, in your work area. I'm whooping your ass, Eric. Man, Quincy, man, I was, I'm was i trying to be nice to you on this damn phone, bro, but I told you about these threats. So at this point in time, for you threatening me again, f- you and your damn barbecue sandwich, bro. That's how, Say that's what? how, that's how it is Say right what? now. F- you and your barbecue sandwich, bro. I told okay. you to stop making oh. these threats to me, bro. 
I told yeah, go, you that. Well, go, go on and admit that you go on and admit that you ate it, Eric. Go on and admit it then. You know what? You know what? At this point, speaking to you on this phone like this, bro, I really wish I ate your damn sandwich, bro. I wish I did, bro. I wish hey, I did. Hey, dog, I'm telling you right now, I smoked them damn ribs. I smoked them ribs for five hours. I smoked them ribs. Put, put my hard work in it, and then I get to work, getting ready to eat my food, and somebody then ate my barbecue ribs, and then everybody's saying, Eric, the one always eating everybody's food. I'm telling you, dude, I will come to your cubicle and f you up if I find anything look like my ribs over there. That's like the third threat you done gave me, bro. Yo, mm, 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 mm. That was good, bro. That was good as mm, I'm so glad I took that Damn, I'm so glad. Oh, so you admitting it now? Now, I'm telling you what you want to hear, Quincy. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling okay. you what you want to hear. Okay, okay. That's, that's your ass tomorrow. Me, that's, your, that's your ass tomorrow at the cubicle. Well, I'm telling you now. Nowhere. We working in the same building, right? I ain't going nowhere. You know what floor I'm at. I ain't going nowhere. It was good. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you got my number, bro. But we, you ain't, we ain't even got to wait till you get up there to my flow. We can get, we can get this cracking in the lobby, bro. In the lobby, you can get your damn ribs broken. Your ribs, not the ribs that you cooked on that barbecue, your ribs. We can get it cracking right it, there it's, in the it's, lobby. It's, 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 it's whatever at this point, Eric. It's whatever. Obviously. It's whatever. Obviously. Okay. It's, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to let Deshae know what's up. I'm going to let Deshae know what's up. Deshae? I know she ain't tell you nothing about eating nothing, like eating your food, bro. I know Deshae didn't say nothing like that to you. I no, no, Deshae. No, Deshae ain't say you ain't no real. That ain't what Deshae told me. So why you bringing her? Why you bringing her up then? You want to know what Deshae told me? What did Deshae told you, bro? What she told you? Deshae told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your co-worker, Deshae. What? <laughs> What 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 the hell you talking about? <laughs> hey Eric, Eric, hey man, check it out. This is nephew Tommy, bro. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Deshay, your oh. coworker, got me to prank you, man. Oh, um, you know what, man? <laughs> Boy, you got my blood boiling, man. <laughs> oh man, oh Deshay, she gonna get it, bro. She gonna get it when I get back in there. And I and I man, I listen to y'all every man. I don't believe it, man. Hey, you you got me, man. Oh man, it is, it is an honor, bro. It is an honor. <laughs> Tell me, man. Hey, man, I, I love y'all, man. I'm I'm gonna get the shade though. You, you tell her her, her ass is, man. Her ass is mine. Well, hey, man, me, man, it's 2020, man. Do me a favor, tell everybody what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the baddest radio show in the land is Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> man, go get some ribs and have a nice day, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. That's that break room barbecue. Break okay. room over barbecue. Some barbecue. All yeah. that. I bet not come to your cubicle and find no sauce or nothing in there that look like some barbecue. <laughs> nothing. Oh, you licking your fingers, none of that. <laughs> right. I'm jumping on you, I promise you. Mm -hmm. I'm jumping all on you. <laughs> play too much. That's what I do. I'm stupid. I'm going to be stupid. Memorial Day weekend, Orlando, Florida. That's the 28th and 29th at the uh, Orlando Improv. The nephew will be in town. And then Tampa's land in the cut. That will be um, June 25th and 26th, 27th. Tampa Improv, nephew coming to town. Can I go a little further out? Why not? Why not? Colleen, Texas.
July 16, 17, 18. That's enough right there. ThomasMiles.com. You can go to my website and catch it all. And then, of course, what's the website? <laughs> you can catch me every Friday night. You notice how I change because, see, I'm sexy on Friday night. Yeah. Friday ah! night on the own ah! network. Oh. Yes, you can catch the host, <laughs> Thomas Miles or Tommy Miles. The change is not clear to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the voice change, it's the look. Real it's a muddy. Great show, nephew. Real Coming muddy in there. That change has got a lot of mud in it. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Tell Me Something Good News. Now, Junior, you were just talking about the NFL uh, draft college players yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now here's some good news. Najee Harris, I know you know who he is, yeah. uh, celebrated mm-hmm, celebrated his 2021 NFL draft by giving back to the youth, okay? The Alabama running back was selected 24th overall in the NFL draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, then Najee threw a draft day party for the kids at the Greater Raymond Interfaith Homeless Shelter in Richmond, California. Uh, The children were treated to a pizza night and games, and then he stopped by, Najee did, uh, to visit, take selfies, photos with the people, with uh, shelter workers and the families who live there. And it was emotional for Najee Harris because it's the same shelter that he lived in with his parents and four siblings for a few years while he was growing up. Wow, so that came full circle, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, His goal, he says, is to shed light on the issues of homelessness. Um, He did not let his situation dictate his future, uh, the shelter manager said. Uh, It makes me feel proud and makes me enjoy my job more because I know I made a difference in someone's life. So good for Najee Harris. Go ahead. Yeah, that's big. That's That's really giving back. Yeah. That's really good, man. Yeah. Get the people back there to shelter some hope, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to see, you know, you got to see somebody else done it. that yes. been in it like you in it. That's mm-hmm. all inspiration is. Just a yeah. glimpse. Gives you know, hope. like I read I the other it. day, I want to live my life so when somebody looks at me one day, they say, I made it because of you. Mm-hmm. Or something you said. Or I heard you. And everybody should want that, be able to put that on your resume. Mm-hmm. Yep. It gives you hope. If he can do it, I can do it. You know, there's a chance. Wow. And I and I just love that inspirational story, Steve, because you talk about inspirational. You give out inspiration every single morning. Yeah. And just oh, like you yeah. said, this this young man didn't let Surely what you referred to that the shelter manager said in the story, he didn't let being homelessness with his family define yeah, who he his was. Future. Yeah, his you future. Don't have, yeah. And I just you know I, I just love that. Just yeah, love I think story. it's really important for transparency. Mm-hmm. See, you know, so many people get to where they want to go and then they don't want to be transparent because they don't want people to know this or they no. don't want people yeah. to know that. Okay. No, man, uh-huh. that's important. Your your journey is important. Your testimony can change the life of somebody coming behind you. Because I don't care what you're going through, somebody Mm -hmm. done it already. That's Mm -hmm. right. That's right. And it it, it just 
it gives people hope. If they can do it, maybe I can do that. I can do it. You know, they went through it. I can do it, you know. And that's part of your, your testimony and your journey right there, what you go through. It helps you get to where you are. So, you know, really cool. I, I, I definitely like that. I mean, can only imagine him and his family and his brothers and sisters sleeping being homeless and then he is able to throw a party for kids i mean imagine that he gets drafted in the nfl it's an amazing story it really is going back to that yeah yeah i mean what story he has to tell yeah he really has a story to tell never giving up on your dream all of that plays Mm -hmm. all right uh steve we're gonna go to headlines now ladies and gentlemen miss ann tripp Thank you. Thank you. And good morning, everyone. Here we go. At least three deaths are blamed this morning on the bad weather in the deep south this week. Uh, There were strong winds and heavy rains overnight in Mississippi, around Jackson especially. Flash flood warnings were issued for Alabama. And authorities say that homes were damaged from Texas in a kind of a straight line all the way up to Virginia because of the bad weather. The now infamous Derek Chauvin wants a do-over. Chauvin's lawyer has filed a motion seeking a new trial alleging prosecutorial and jury misconduct, adding that his request for a change of venue should have been granted as well. Attorney Eric Nelson has requested a hearing where the judge would re-interview jurors with the aim of showing that members of the panel committed misconduct because they supposedly felt threatened by race-based pressure to convict his client. So the Videotape wasn't there, right? And also, they say one a black jury, he says, uh, attended a Black Lives Matter uh, protest, and he lied on his voir dire and said he didn't. President Biden set up another COVID-fighting goal, and by July 4th... To have 70% of adult Americans at least one shot and 160 million Americans fully vaccinated. It's life and death. The president wants vaccine available on a walk-in basis. And even though he admits that there are still people who will not take the shots, he feels that a lot of folks will because they don't want their friends and family members to get sick and, and maybe die. A Pennsylvania man who used his dead mother's name to vote for Donald Trump says he did it because it was so much propaganda around the election. 70-year-old Bruce Bartman has pled guilty to unlawful voting and uh, perjury. Um, he says that uh, he's, he's been sentenced to five years probation. He can't vote for four years and he can't sit on any kind of jury. He says that he was kind of away from people. He was at home. He didn't go anywhere. And all he heard was a lot of propaganda. So he voted for uh, Donald Trump erroneously using his mother's name. His mother, again, had passed away. A former deputy sheriff in Georgia fired last November after investigators found a bunch of text messages he sent to a members of a racist group in California where he bragged about beating up a black man and calling it sweet stress release, how he'd arrest black people and charge them with felonies so they'd lose their right to vote. Cody Griggs, a former Marine, also fantasized apparently about a civil war against liberals, Muslims, Hispanics, and other non-whites. Finally, yeah, you're the tax man. A tax board has issued a ruling in the battle between the IRS and Michael Jackson's estate. Michael's side won. The judge says Jackson's worth at the time of his death anyway, much closer to what the estate said it was and not what the government claimed it was. So the bottom line, no tax penalties were levied. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so on this Wellness Wednesday, uh, we all saw the picture that Will Smith posted yesterday. He says he loves his body that carried him through this entire pandemic and countless days of grazing through the pantry, but he wants to feel better. No more midnight muffins. <laughs> Will went on to say midnight muffins are good. <laughs> he didn't say that. I'm saying that. Will went on to say that he wants to get in the best shape of his life. And so he's teaming up with YouTube now to document and get his health and wellness back on track. So good for him. Really good for him. So, you know, it's like he's posting these pictures <laughs> saying he's not going to lie. He's in the worst shape of his life. But uh, well, now he's that, getting ready to do something about it. That's a way to monetize it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to do it anyway. Might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people going to tune in for that? Oh, And they're going to make money off of it. Yeah, that's a yeah. great thing, you know. Yeah. Especially of him saying he wants to get into the best shape of his life. It reminds me of LL Cool J when he went on that journey. And he, you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hadn't turned back. He's, he's, no. He stayed there the whole time. Yeah. He's fit. Yeah. Yeah. He worked no. hard. Yeah. No. Mm. No. He doesn't look like that anymore, Tommy. No. You're talking about the boxing LL? You're talking about LL, right? LL Cool You're J. Talking about yeah. LL Cool J. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he don't look like that video. Uh-huh. It's a whole nother lifestyle. And you can't live that way. Yeah, you when, when you see bodybuilders, when you what see bodybuilders that go out for these contests, uh-huh. they go into transformation mode. They don't look like that year round. What about The Rock, though, Steve? He does. Well, the Rock is different. How, how is it different? Because you said you He travels with his gym, all of that. You, you going to do that? I don't take a damn. I don't take a a dumbbell with my ass. You you didn't have that when you were in Africa last week. I had I had some stretch bands and pulled them out twice. How many times? Twice. (laughs) You embarrassed by it? Man, I I was man. I was in survival mode. Man, I had my trainer with me and everything. Uh I couldn't. Between doing Family Feud in Africa and radio back over here on them time zones? Oh, no, dog, I was done. (laughs) So I turned my trainer into a security guard. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no sense in wasting your time. (laughs) Earn your check. Yeah, you earned his check. Protect this body that's blowing up in front of your face. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. Hello. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This one's from Andy and Callie. Andy writes, I own a small business that I put all my savings into, so it has to work. My wife decided she'd quit her job to help me full time because she hated her job. Not only is it frustrating to be around her 24-7, but the loss of our second source of income is stressing me out. I want to be honest with her about everything so she will find another job and give me some space, but I don't want to offend her. This could ruin our marriage. How do I handle mm. this? Well, hold up, dog. That's going to be a little touchy one. Mm-hmm. Because she hated her job, so she said she quit it to work with you full time. She thought two would be better than one, pursuing the dream. But the loss of her income is stressing you out. 
But let me ask you a question. Did you quit your job and put all your money into a business too? He doesn't so, want to be around her 24-7. See, that's your real problem, yeah, dog. That's it. And see, that's the real problem, and we can't help you with that. Because yeah. nothing I can tell you going to make you want to be around her 24-7. Nothing. He's not ready to love. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tie that in, why don't you? So how does he handle it? What does he do? What does he say? Well, you, it's a little water over the dam situation now because y'all should have covered this before she quit. But now that she could, now you're gonna ask her to go find another job, and what that's gonna be is go find some more another job to support my dream. You do hear how this is gonna sound mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Now you can quit your job and be free, but I can't quit my job to help us be free. I got to go that's back right. to work. That's right. <laughs> that's what's mm-hmm. finna happen. So I don't have a suggestion for you, sir. Good luck. Yeah. All right, Carlos in Indiana. We're moving on. I'm a 42-year-old married man with a 27-year-old pregnant side chick. She's Wait having a, minute, a baby. How old is he? He's he's 42 and married. She's 27 and pregnant. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's having a baby shower in two weeks, and this is her first baby. So I want to be there for her special day. My wife knows about the baby, and she's dealing with it in her own way, so I don't want to keep hurting her. If I go to the shower, (laughs) I'm sure pictures of me will be all over Instagram. I'm trying to fix this mess by keeping my baby mama calm while I work on getting my marriage back on track. (laughs) What? Should I skip the baby shower? (laughs) Well, let me explain something to you. What? (laughs) If you go to that... (laughs) Come on, yeah, yeah, let what? me tell you something, dog. Don't tell me you stupid. Dog, no. <laughs> you made a statement in here that cannot happen. You said, I'm trying to get my marriage on track. Right. You like carry you your my... ass to that baby shower. Yeah, you can't. You boy, cannot do that. Boy, yeah. sitting mean? up smiling. But. But, but his wife is dealing with it in her own way. God bless her, her own way. soul. Do you what know is... the hell? <laughs> yeah. The sheer hell yeah. you done put Shame. this woman through. Yeah. And now you finna go to a baby shower. To you know, you do know that hell has a, a wave with it. Mm. See, when mm. you're giving means... a woman hell, mm-hmm. she got a wave of it for you. Now, take your ass to that shower, see what happens. Why does Key don't work no That's more? stupid. But he wants to keep his marriage on track, and then he wants to keep his baby mama calm, too. Why is my car got You're an idiot. Girl, if you don't call Melinda Gates and get these papers together. <laughs> All right. Royce and Charlotte. Excuse me, one last thing. Yeah. There's a cost for being the side chick. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a cost for that. They don't come with the full benefit package. Mm. Oh, that's why he's not gonna be at that shower. Oh, a mess. That's horrible. How is his wife dealing with Man. this though, in her own way? Where's all my money in my bank account? Could have sworn. What'd you say, Jerry? All right, listen. <laughs> That's all the time we have for CLO. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I fell for the okie doke. We'll get into it in just a little bit, but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? High school reunion. High school reunion. We've all gone, I'm sure, at one point or another. Take a listen. Let's go, Cash. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sylvia, please. Uh, she's not available, but this is her husband, Andre. Can I help you? Andre, how you doing, man? My name is Ken. I'm, um, I, I graduated with Sylvia. We're having a big 25-year uh, class reunion this year. Okay. For uh, 1985. Will she be home soon? Uh, I don't know, man. She actually out shopping right now. Okay, okay, cool. Well, um, hey, listen, has she heard about, does she know about the reunion, or, or do you know anything about that? Uh, not to my knowledge. It's the first I ever heard about a reunion. Okay. Well, there, there is a reunion, man. She's actually, I think, signed up for it. I'm not sure. That's why I asked you. But I, I think I saw her name was that she was signed up to come. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you this. When, when, when exactly did you graduate? I graduated in 82. Okay, in 82. Okay, you a little bit before us then. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, um, let, 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 let me go ahead and say this, Andre. Uh, actually, in high school, man, Sylvia was my, you know, my high school sweetheart. And we, you know, we dated from ninth grade to freshman year in college. And I wanted to see if, you know, if, if, if it was cool with you, you know, if you didn't mind me escorting her to the 25-year class reunion. Doing what? Well, let, let me say that again. Like I say, man, my name is Ken. Uh-huh. Ken? I got that. I, I got that part. I'm trying to make sure I heard right what you said. Yeah, I said that I, I Sylvia and I were high school sweethearts, man. I was, uh, you know, from ninth grade all the way to freshman year in college. We dated each other. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, I got, I got that. But what did you ask me? I asked you if, if, if it was all right for if, if you didn't mind if I escorted her to the twenty-five year class reunion. Are you related to her? No, I, I mean, no, I'm not related to. Her. I just told you I was a high school sweetheart. Uh, no, man, I'm saying nobody gonna be escorting my wife nowhere. I put the ring on her finger. You said you was you was a high school sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, we was together from you know ninth grade all the way to my to, to freshman year in college. You know, so okay. yeah, that, was, that, that was in the past, brother. I'm sorry to let you know that, but that was in the past. I'm the present, so I only must think she's gonna be interested in trying to go nowhere with you anyway. Hey man, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is something innocent though, man. This is just me taking her to, you know, you know. I thought she might get a kick out of us going together, you know. Well, I don't know what's wrong with you. I done told you, if it's not going to one ear, put the phone on the other one. She ain't going nowhere with you. Do I need to break it down anymore? Hey man, you ain't got to, you ain't got to talk to me and disrespect me like this, man. Now all I try to do is call. Whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about I'm disrespecting you? You gonna call my? Gonna tell me I'm disrespecting you. You asking me, can you take my wife to the damn class reunion and expect me to be okay with that? What kind of damn fool is that to call somebody and ask, can you take their wife to a class reunion? Hey man, that was my high school sweetheart. All right, we had we had some. I was her first. Okay, I was her first, dog. If you was the first, then I'm the last, and I'm the only one. So we are gonna leave it at that. How about that, partner? It's whatever, man. You know what, man? I try to call you and talk to you like a man, but you know what I should have did? I should have called me and talked to me like that, man. You were doing a little up, man. I should have called Sylvia in the first. I should have never called. Matter of fact, you know what? I apologize for calling. Let me get on the phone and just call Sylvia and see if she don't mind with me. You go right on ahead and do that. You go right on ahead and call her. Well, that's what I'm going to do because Sylvia can make a decision on what Sylvia want to do. I can tell you one thing. Sylvia do what Sylvia want to do, but Sylvia ain't interested in you. 
Man, this is not about being interested in me, man. This is innocent. This is just me and her going to the damn class reunion together, man. It, it, it ain't like we finna go do something together, man, on, on a physical uh, level. We just going to have fun. I'm, I'm trying business. to keep my cool. I'm trying to tell you that I already told you no, okay? If you can't get no, then I don't know what you can't get. But you ain't getting Sylvia, I tell you that much. She's not going to no reunion. You know what, man? I'm through talking to you. I'm just going to call Sylvia because that's what I should have done in the first place. I should have called. I told you, but you ain't going to call nobody. You better not dial my wife number, man. I'm telling you this right now. I'll be at that class where you and I'll be looking for your king, whatever your name is. I'm going to find out who you are. I ain't playing no like this. I already told you. You are disrespectful in the first place. I done told your don't call my wife. She ain't going to no Reunion, so you bet not call her phone. You know, I've been married to for you. 12 years later. You know, I don't want to go. walk up in this and up my situation. Now, I done told you, I will come to this class reunion and I will your up, man, because you look like you're playing with me or acting stupid or something. You ain't taking my wife to no class reunion. You understand what I'm saying? Your wife don't want to go to the reunion with me. How you know that? She ain't going nowhere with you. I done told you, man, don't get me acting crazy up in here. I done told you. Now, I said first, I won't come to the class reunion, but I will come to that. Just to make sure I knock your lights out. Don't be acting stupid like I can't find. They got all kind of they ain't found on some of them, but I'll find your This is innocent, man. Me and her going to the reunion is innocent. And she ought to be able to decide if she want to go with me or not. Ain't nothing innocent about you. Your sound trifle anyway. Call somebody phone. Talking about a class reunion. I ain't even much heard about. Hey, I, don't give, I tell you what. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm finna get off phone call, Sylvia. Okay? Respect I'm, the ring. You understand what I'm saying to you? I didn't post the she mad, but I don't understand what you can't understand about that. Respect the ring. Hey, man, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. You ain't got to say to me, man. You ain't got a thing to say to me except to hit this click in your ear, right? No, I got one more damn thing to say to you, and then I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to be through with it, man. What the f*** you got to say to me? Say what? What the you got to say to me before I hang up this I got this to say to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your wife's Sylvia got me to prank phone call you. Bush. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm serious, man. I'm serious. Oh, man, I'm over here sweating and everything, man. Just mad. No, this is a joke, dog. You all right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all right in about an hour or two. Okay, that's cool. All right. All right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Well, I guess this is a good time to tell you. The class reunion is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess there ain't no class reunion, huh? No, there is a class reunion. You need to get ready because you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'll be making sure if there is one, I'll definitely be there. <laughs> you play way Woo! He was he not bad If you can't hear it in this ear, take the phone and put it up to the other ear. Let me help you around for what it is you ain't hear. Amen. Brothers, be, when you when you talk about a dude's wife, yeah. oh, man, dude go right there with you. He not playing with you, man. <laughs> He's talking about, I should have called Sylvia. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. How do you know she don't want to go with me? <laughs> man, it's innocent, innocent man. It's what, innocent. They can't find okay. Osama Bin Laden, but I bet I can find your ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come down to the to the class reunion and knock your lights out. Yeah, right. Get a bodyguard, dude. Get a bodyguard. Oh, man. When the last time you heard knock your lights out? Yeah, <laughs> man. Because you ain't hearing me. Because he's serious. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he man. dead serious. Now, we were married 12 years. God, I don't put a ring on it. That's oh yeah, okay. What? Well, that's the past. Man, I just thought it'd be cool. Man, what? <laughs> man, you just disrespectful. I'm disrespectful. I'm I'm disrespectful. While y'all at the reunion, what is I'm doing? <laughs> man. Exactly. Woo, Tommy, Tommy. Y'all, did, y'all, did y'all go to the first to the first time, the first class reunion? Did yeah, y'all I went go? to the first one. Yeah. I, I went, went to the 20. Yeah. I went to 10. It was fun. Yeah. I yeah, went, went to 20. It started getting thin after 20, Carl. It you got real thin. <laughs> we did what? <laughs> man. And Tori remember everybody. She'll say, do you remember? No. <laughs> I can't remember everybody, people. man. No, no. Especially when you when your classmate looked like your teacher, you like, is this Miss? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, All I right, remember nephew. everybody. <laughs> Thank you. you. Coming up oh. next, Strawberry Letter subject: I fell for the okie doke. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is May 5th. Uh-huh. All right, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter. Aha, live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Could be yours, you never know. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, um, I fell for the okie doke. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 38-year-old single mother, and I'm in a crazy situation with my exes. I was married eight years to a man that cheated on me multiple times. The first time was right after I'd had our first child. I forgave him and we moved on with life. Three years later, I got pregnant again and he started acting out again. I was in labor when I found out he cheated the second time. He fell asleep and his phone rang, so I answered it and the lady told me everything. When I got home from the hospital, he was gone and I started raising my children alone. A year later, I decided to file for divorce. One of my former co-workers helped me with the process and we grew very close because she came over often to check on me and the children. Right as my divorce was final, I found myself in a relationship with this woman. She arranged visitation with, with my ex-husband and the children so I didn't have to talk to him or deal with him at all. A year had passed and I thought things were going good until one Saturday when I decided to go to the outlet mall in the neighboring city. I passed by a restaurant and recognized my girlfriend on the patio with my ex-husband. I parked and watched them for a while and he couldn't keep his hands off her and she could not stop blushing. I fell for the okie doke and let this woman slide right into the arms of my ex-husband. She knew exactly how he treated me and how low down he is, yet she used me to get to him. She came to my house later that day and I showed her pics of her and my ex that I took on my phone. All she said was, I'm so sorry. And she left. My ex tried calling me, but I blocked him. How will I ever trust a man or woman again in a relationship? Um, Okay, these are two horrible people who um, actually deserve each other. 
your ex-husband and your ex-girlfriend. Um, I know you're hurt. I know you're betrayed right now. But whatever uh, this is between them, don't worry. It's not going to last. It, it's not. I mean, you know, she's a backstabbing ex-friend and, and the side chick. They, they usually don't, you know, stick with them. Um, we haven't had one like this in a while, though, Steve. Uh, so yeah, to the letter this is, <laughs> this is a mess, right? We have it's been a minute. Um, so to the letter writer, basically, your husband cheated on you throughout your marriage, and when you had had enough, you divorced him. Your female friend from from work that you used to work with stepped in to help you get through it all. You guys ended up in a relationship, and now she's cheating on you with your ex husband that she helped you get over. And, and wasn't it nice of her to say she was so sorry when you showed her the pictures? Wow. Um, your question is, how do you trust a man or a woman again? I mean, to that I just say, it's not going to happen tomorrow. You know, trust once is broken is a thing you have to build, and you don't need to trust them. But in your next relationships, yeah, it, it's probably going to be a problem with you. Um it's going to take some time. I say don't jump into another relationship right away. You need a moment to process all of this because this is crazy. This really is crazy. I mean, betrayal upon betrayal is what happened to you. Um, you know, I, I'll say this. Judge any new prospects on their own merit. You know, you're talking about trust now and, and how they treat you, not on the baggage from your past. Um, you know, you'll really find out how strong you are when you go through something. Um, the best revenge is success looking good. So I say work on yourself. Take care of your kids. Don't let bitterness take over. Keep moving forward. Um, you know, remember, you got to give yourself time. This was a lot. This was a lot. This was a lot. And time heals. It, it was a whole lot to deal with. Steve? Whew. Whew. <laughs> right when I was reading the letter, thinking I had a handle on it, uh -huh. or the handle broke, yeah. <laughs> and then all the coffee fell out the cup. <laughs> and this is just, lady, I... It, it, this is right? <laughs> See, the opening, I'm a 38-year-old single mother, and I'm in a crazy situation with my exes. Mm -hmm. There was no clue of who these exes was. At all. <laughs> so you're married to this man, cheated on you multiple times. Now, most of this could be over with had you done a couple of things differently early. I'll save that for last, though. And the first time was right after you had your first child. You forgave him, and y'all moved on with life. But see, there were no repercussions. Once a man don't have repercussions, then there's no consequences then there's no teaching moment. We just require that. Almost all of us do. It's like your children. It's like they require repercussions and consequences for the lesson to really stick. If you don't want to do that, you're going to happen again. Well, it happens again. Next, so you're pregnant again. He fell asleep. Now, this time you were in labor. He fell asleep. His phone rang. I answered, and the lady told you everything. Now, I'm trying to figure out, were you in the hospital in labor? Yeah. Jesus. All right. Uh, hang on. We'll have part two of uh, Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject for today, I fell for the okie doke. 
Um, wow. We'll get back into it at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's um, let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, I fell for the okey-doke. All right, 38-year-old single mother, crazy situation with exes. She was married to a man that cheated on her a bunch of times. Uh, the first time after they had their first child, she forgave him and they moved on. Three years later, she got pregnant again, and he started acting out again. I was in labor. I found out he cheated the second time. He fell asleep and his phone rang, so I answered, and the lady told me everything. Why are you in labor? Wow. Now, here's the crazy part. When I got home from the hospital, he was gone. He was just gone. So now you raised the children alone. Then a year later, you filed for divorce. Coworker helped you with the process. We grew very close because she came over often to check on me and the children. Right as the divorce was final, I found myself in a relationship with this woman. Now, I've been divorced twice. Yeah. You obviously were very distraught. And you sought comfort. Now, who it come from, that's your business. Do you boo. Mm. <laughs> right, and no so now, here. No but here's, mm-hmm. but now here's what I tell you. I don't care who you doing it with. Once you get in a relationship, the problems is the same. Man on man, woman on woman, man, boy meets girl. It's you, you get in relation yeah, like everybody talking about marriage. Go get married, okay, okay. You'll see. This is work now. So she arranged visitation with my ex-husband and the children, so I didn't even have to talk or deal with him. A year passed and I thought things were going good until one Saturday, you was going out to the outlet mall in the neighboring city. Mm-hmm. And you was driving by this restaurant and you recognized your girlfriend on the patio. With your ex-husband. Ooh, that slow down. <laughs> so you parked and watched him for a while, and he couldn't keep his hands off her, and she couldn't stop blushing. Mm-hmm. I fell for the okey-doke, and I let this woman slide into the arms of my ex-husband. So now this woman knew exactly how this woman treated you and everything and how low down he is, yet she used me to get to him. She came to your house later that day, and I showed her pics of my ex that I took on my phone, and all she said was, I'm so sorry. Wasn't that so Wait. nice of her? Yeah, that was, that yeah. was real nice. One and left. Nice. Yeah. My ex-husband tried calling me, but I blocked him. Well, the reason your ex-husband tried calling you is because she called him and said, Lord Jesus, she saw us at the outlet mall. And she showed me pictures. So I blocked him. How will I ever trust a man or woman again in a relationship? Okay, here's the deal. Let's forget about the term, the question you're asking. How can I ever trust a man or woman in another relationship? Because there are good men and women out there that you can be in relationships with. It takes time. Mm -hmm. That's not the problem. Your problem is not trust, but it's better timing and better decision making. So when Shirley said earlier, the real issue is you got to take some time just for you. You was in a traumatic divorce. As soon as divorce was over, you fell into the arms of this woman. Then the woman fell into the arms of your ex, and your ex fell into the arms of her. And everybody holding somebody except you right now. Except her. And so what this becomes is not about trust. It's just about better timing and better decisions. 
And the timing I'm talking about is you need some time just to do you, to treat yourself right. See, don't let these people ruin your idea of what relationships can be because there are relationships that don't have trust issues in it. You just got to get to that one. But see, let me take you back to your better decision. When your husband cheated the first time, you said he cheated multiple times. But the first time you found out about it, y'all just went on with life. There was no consequences. So I'm assuming some other times happened. But the next time you busted him, you were in labor in the hospital. There were no consequences. What you mean you came home, he was just gone? You was married. No, no, you can't just up and go. His no. his baby. Where was the consequences? He just gone. No, you ain't gone. No, no, no. You finna make some donations over here, partner. Mm-hmm. But you've got to learn to make better decisions. And you could have avoided this second one. Or a third one, maybe. I'm just saying. You Once you have self-love, and you know how it feels to love yourself, you don't accept bad love from other people because you know what loving yourself is about. And if ain't nobody gonna treat you the way you wanna be treated, then don't move in that direction. And then take your time. Slow down. Just cause this woman was helpful, that ain't no reason to fall into her arms. Helpful. Hell, I help people on the strawberry letter. Me and Shirley, but we're not falling into your arms. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, thank you, Steve. This Post is just a radio show. <laughs> Post your comments. Ain't that serious? <laughs> so crazy. These are these are real issues, though. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, uh, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, time for your sports talk. What you got for us? Deion Sanders, primetime, is speaking out mm-hmm. after no HBCU players were selected during the NFL draft. According to mm, Prime, there were 259 mm-hmm. picks in the 2021 NFL draft, and not one single draft pick featured a player from an HBCU. Wow. You mean to tell me all, all the talent at Grambling? Southern, mm-hmm. Bethune Cookman, How, North Carolina A and T, Alabama State. Nobody, Jackson got State, drafted. where he is. Yeah. Jackson State, where he at? That is two hundred fifty nine. I know about three draft picks on the Texas. They could, we could get one from. I know he can get one from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nobody we drafted. <laughs> I swear to God, we don't know nobody we got. Wow. But, but that is, um, that is, I think that's why Prime is in the HBCU area to give these guys, uh, these these mm-hmm. players, these young players, to get a look exactly. at, bring these scouts in, bring that's that's why he's there, and he's just being joined by a lot of black head coaches at at HBCU. I was just gonna ask you, is, is, does he have one? any support? Uh huh. Not not one. No. Not one. Not for this draft. And I mind you, there's some Hall of Famers that came out of HBCU schools. One, oh, uh-huh. yeah. Jerry Rice, please. Uh-huh. Hello? Mm-hmm. Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Wow. Doug yeah. Williams. Michael Strahan. Hello? Walter, Walter Payton. Payton. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. They there. This Earl is Williams. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He didn't get drafted. He just came out. <laughs> We're going to talk about it some more. Man. Those are just unknown, very unknown, yeah. limited NFL facts that I know. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. throwing that out there. That's why I said, what, Steve? <laughs> yeah, just don't nobody know that. That's like yeah. black history. That's exactly <laughs> why I said that. Matter of fact, wait. straight out of Prairie View, which even makes it more impressive. <laughs> Sunday after their breakfast and church service. Yes. Yeah. Uh, breakfast. Yeah, they're going to be a little church service and then yep. a little brunch. Yep. And that's it. Now, I don't really suffer like that because I don't see them much know how. So this pandemic was just like <laughs> right on time for me. <laughs> it's a silver lining. <laughs> it just was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to just keep the payments coming. I don't see them that much no way. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a try to God willing, you know, have them all to the house this summer for barbecue or something. Oh, have a little family. Oh, that'd be nice. yeah. Just my immediate family now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's my, my brother, my two sisters, uh-huh. uh, my nephew, Al. Mm-hmm. That's oh, all I do. I don't do no more. You, you're not going to do this other nephew? Uh-huh. Could you just oh, I go there you know, when I want to. I'm not worried about him inviting me. I'll go no, when he don't need to, I He here. don't need to come. <laughs> Why? Mm-mm. You know he's coming though. Yeah, but you know now now he kind of famous too. So you know, I don't I don't want him telling everybody no because you know he's stingy as hell. Uh. Y'all know he tight now. Uh, he's tight. Uh, he's frugal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh oh, he take care of his mama. But after that, <laughs> he get real. It's slim Jeez. pickings after that. Matter of fact, <laughs> they be calling me all the time. So this show Tommy on. <laughs> You Where got his run? number? <laughs> yep. Mm. Nope. That's what I'm going to do, though, Tom. I'm going to pass your number out. No, you're song. not. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm to all really the cousins. Yeah. Let's <laughs> time to reunite. Yeah. <laughs> Junior, what about your family? You know I love your family. Oh, <laughs> you too. No, my, my, my whole visit depends on who show up for the barbecue or the function. <laughs> I, I'm not staying. If they say, you know, like, Tim and them coming through there, then Tim and them, I'm not, I'm not staying with Tim and So, them. so Junior, so you the mm-hmm. dude that when they call and ask you to come by, your first question is, 
Who, who all, all over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a black I question right know. there. That's so who all black. over there. Real yeah. black question. Uh, who all over there? You know. But, uh, but Junior, no. you don't miss them because of quarantine. It's miss been who? a year, oh, over a year. You don't miss Miss, them, miss who? Tibby, I've been here. Nah, I've been paying for stuff in quarantine. I don't miss nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 it ain't like they ain't calling every other day. Yeah. You know? No, they call. But just you know how your your like your grandmother used to say, I just want to put my eyes on you. You don't want yes. to just put your eyes on anyone in your family. Oh, oh surely. No, my grandmother Zoom. has found out. <laughs> we got Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hug them. <laughs> Get the media ID number, and passcode. No, and we, we hug them. We just got it. We got a social Zoom. distance. <laughs> we got. Yeah. Fish sure. bump, nothing, huh? My grandmother has found out how to FaceTime. It's the um. most hilarious thing I have ever seen. <laughs> she speak, know? then put the phone up to her ear. Now I'm all in her ear. <laughs> granny, you ain't got to, you ain't got to do that, Granny. What you say? Then she put it right back on the ear. Granny, just look at me and talk. Look at you and do what? And it's back on her ear. We 15 minutes. <laughs> I love your family. Too. Just call me. Call me. Hold up. Hold up. Marjorie's mom and daddy FaceTiming. Uh-huh. Her daddy called his phone be so close to his face. <laughs> you just be looking up his nostril on the whole FaceTime call. We'll crying. have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so every man handles the midlife crisis differently. Uh, We hear a lot of times about men who buy sports cars, who get young women, you know, et cetera, et cetera, new clothes, all that, you know, maybe a toupee Uh if they're bald, you know, just different stuff, right? Mm. Well, Diddy did something entirely different. Sean Diddy Combs now has decided to change his name again. (laughs) To review, he was born Sean Combs. Mm -hmm. He's been known by several nicknames over the years. Puff Daddy, Puffy, P. Diddy, and now Diddy. That's what everybody calls him now. Uh, He said... uh, different name. Yeah, he said back in 2017 that he was going to change his name to Brother Love... And uh, Puffy shared a picture of his Florida driver's license on the gram that reflected his new name. It said, Sean Love Combs. And then his post was, look at what I just got in the mail today. Uh, It's official, welcome to the love era. So now, you know, we can call him love. (laughs) He ain't got nothing to do. (laughs) Clearly. You ain't got pandemic. nothing to do. Yeah, this pandemic, they got to do. Y'all check on this. <laughs> 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 this the one we in on you, <laughs> What you think, Steve? Can you, are you going to call him Love now when you see him? Because you know him. I still call him Puffy. <laughs> That's my I, favorite. Yeah, I, I love Puffy. I didn't make it on none of it. But when you see him now, just call him Love. I'm not calling no man Love. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so on this Wellness Wednesday, uh, we all saw the picture that Will Smith posted yesterday. 
He says he loves his body that carried him through this entire pandemic and countless days of grazing through the pantry, but he wants to feel better. No more midnight muffins. (laughs) Will went on to say midnight muffins are good. (laughs) He didn't say that. I'm saying that. Will went on to say that he wants to get in the best shape of his life. And so he's teaming up with YouTube now to document and get his health and wellness back on track. So good for him. Really good for him. So, you know, it's like he's posting these pictures <laughs> saying he's not going to lie. He's in the worst shape of his life. But uh, well, now he's that, getting ready to do something about it. that's a slick way to monetize it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to do it anyway. Might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people going to tune in for that? Oh, And they're going to make money off of it. Yeah. That's a great thing, you know. Yeah. Especially of him saying he wants to get into the best shape of his life. It reminds me of LL Cool J when he went on that journey. Mm-hmm. And he, you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't turn back. He's, he's, no. he stayed there the whole time. Yeah. He's fit. Yeah. Yeah. He worked no. hard. Yeah. No. Mm. No. He doesn't look like that anymore, Tommy. No. You're talking about the boxing LL? You're talking about LL, right? LL Cool J. Yeah. LL Cool J. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he don't look like that video. Uh-huh. It's a whole nother lifestyle. And you can't live that way. Yeah, you when, when you see well, bodybuilders, when you what? see bodybuilders that go out for these contests, uh-huh. they go into transformation mode. They don't look like that year round. What about The Rock, though, Steve? He does. Well, the Rock is different. How, how is it different? Because you said you can't he travels like with his gym, all of that. You, you going to do that? <laughs> I don't take a damn. I don't take a, a dumbbell with my ass. <laughs> no. You didn't have that when you were in Africa last week. <laughs> I had I had some stretch bands and pulled them out twice. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> twice. <laughs> you embarrassed by it? Man, I, I was man. I was in survival mode. Man, I had my trainer with me and everything. Uh-huh. I couldn't. Between doing Family Feud in Africa and radio back over here on them time zones, oh, oh no, yeah. dog, I was done. <laughs> so I turned my train into a security guard. Ain't no sense in wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Earn your right, check. Listen. Yeah. yeah, you earn the shit. Protect this body headlines. that's blowing up in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day on this hump day Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Uh-huh. Pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait for your poem coming up later in the week, Junior, for Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day, Shirley. Mm-hmm. Do you I look forward sit? to that. I got you, Shirley. I look forward to it. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your poem because I'm looking forward to revealing your new name on the show. I'm, oh. Thank you, Uncle. And I like the new name, too. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Don't worry about it, Tom. We get We get <laughs> All right, Steve, time for you to step up to the mic. Well, you know, today I wanted to remind people of something. And that is the power of power thinking. And uh, I was reminded of that because I was listening to a sermon uh, the other day 
online. I was listening to one of Joel Osteen's sermons. And he reminded me how important the mind is. He reminded me how important the mind is tied to your words. Because it's a true statement from the Bible that a man is as he thinketh right. So what you think determines who you are, where you go. And some people are not taking advantage of this gift that God has given us, which is the power of choice. And you have a right to make decisions to be positive or negative. That's a choice you have. And so in this choice, on a daily basis, if you wake up to have power thoughts, if you can manufacture thoughts to move your life in an upward and forward trajectory, that's the way you get the life of your dreams and ambitions and goals and, 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 and things that fill your imagination. You can only get these things by having power thoughts. So let, let me show you what we mean here. When you wake up in the morning, if you confess with your mouth, if you open your mouth and say, wow, thank you, Lord. Today, I expect great things to happen. I today am going to live my life to the fullest. I am going to accept the things that are happening to me and realizing that with you, all things are possible. That no matter what besets me today, that I have no problem bigger than my God. So I look forward to today and I move forward with the expectation that this is going to be a great day. If you open your day with that affirmation, you have no idea what you set into motion. You set into motion positive things to happen. Because if the Bible is true, which it always is 100%, if a man is as he think, if you've just set the the, 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 the pattern for what your day could be. That no matter what besets you, that you have the ability to understand that God got you. See, God does have you. Because I was reminded that God doesn't put anything on you that you can't handle. Think about that for a moment. Every dire situation you've ever been in, every single one of them, think about this, y'all. Have you not survived them all? Oh, it might have lasted way longer than you wanted to. Uh, The outcome could have been different than you thought it was. And you certainly didn't want it and don't wish it on nobody. But did you not survive it is what I'm asking you. Did you not make it through every critical moment in your life? Did you survive the grief you was going to when you thought it was unbearable? Did you not? The answer, yes, you did. Now, you may be carrying the residue of it, but that's on you. But God got you through it because you're still here. I was uh, talking to a friend whose mother had passed, and she passed uh, sort of unexpectedly. She was in her 80s. And my partner's wife was really, really going through it. And he said, man, I don't know what to do. I can't help her, man. She's just in a dark place. And so 
he said, hey, man, I've heard you on the radio a couple times. Could you just say something to us? So he gave me a phone number, and I texted her. And uh, in response, her message to me was, you don't understand how I feel. And I said, wait a minute now. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I, I think I do because mine is gone too. I say, but are, are you hanging on to it so you can feel badly for yourself? Are you hanging on to it because it's just the worst thing that's ever happened to you? I say, either way, it's bad. But can I ask you something? Do you think this is what she would want you to do? Did she not raise you to be strong, independent? This woman has degrees. I mean, several degrees. She's a bad girl, man. And she was just in a dark funk. And we went through several moments of talking to her. And I had to let it go. And then about a month later, she texted me and said, wow, thank you so much. You were right. I said, no, I was not right. God does what he always says he's going to do. He promised to never leave you. He said he would not put more on you than you can bear, and he didn't. You bared it. It wasn't me. I was just here to remind you that this thing you're going through, that God will see you through it, just like he has every other thing in your life. So produce power thoughts when you wake up. Think energy into your world. Put the positivity out there because that's exactly what will come back to you. If you put negativity out there, oh, woe is me, then oh, woe is you. Put power thoughts into the air and watch what comes back in the air you breathe. Trust me, y'all. That's how you start your day. Come on, y'all. Power thoughts. Power thoughts. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 